This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey guys. Hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. Um, We have a beauty school episode this week. It's just us, kind of. (laughs) It's just us, kind of. We're trying a new format, which we both think is going to be cool because... You guys seem to like when it's just the two of us, but we like to bring in guest experts because we're not dum-dums, but we don't know everything. We know our limitations, and we get contacted by some really, really incredible people who know uh, a shit ton about (laughs) stuff. Stuff. So we're going to start maybe combining the episodes a little bit. So later in our episode, we have um, a guest segment with Jan Marini, who's a skincare guru. And then before that, we're going to kind of like introduce, we're going to tee off and we're going to talk to you guys about aging skin. Tee off. Is that a golf term? I've never golfed in my life. I think it's a golf term, though. We're going to tee off. (laughs) We're going to get started. Okay. So before um, beauty school, we have some housekeeping Oh, we do. Yeah, you guys. We're somebodies. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) No, we got a really beautiful box of makeup from Give Beauty by Gwen Stefani. And they just launched in Sephora last week. So we just wanted to give a shout out. Thank you so much for sending these incredible goodies. We got three different... Well, no, one matte lipstick, one gloss lipstick. We got a lip gloss. We got two awesome brow pencils, which honestly... Okay, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm picky with brow <laughs> products. Yes. The brow pencil they sent us was great. It was yeah. very neutral toned, which yeah. is so important in a brow product. Yes. I didn't, I'm very into it. Yes. I liked that it had, there were two different shapes that they sent. One was mm-hmm. like a thicker pencil, but it had a really nice thin point, like a rounded sort of sloped tip. I don't know. I never really saw a pencil like that before, but it was really awesome. It was awesome for drawing straight lines, but then you could also do nice curves, obviously, around the arch. Somebody really thought this through. The pigment moves really nicely with the brush. It was really beautiful. I was like, all right, I'll give you guys a shout. There's a brush? Yeah, there's a brush on the other end. One side was the little mascara wand. One side was the pencil. So, you know, just like we were talking about. But I didn't even, I guess it was easy to apply with a light hand. But, you know, the last time we were doing the bra episode, I just kept saying you got to blend, blend, blend. Mm-hmm. And they heard me. But having a product that you don't have to, like, rub so hard on your skin to make the color show is nice. So I'm impressed. And I was saying to Elizabeth, like, yeah, Gwen, 
You did it, girl. It was the least that you could do for us because you made us tweeze off all of our eyebrows <laughs> back in the day. We were just trying to look like you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sending it. And thanks for trying to give back to your community. We need it. But two is like, honestly, the color is really incredible. I was looking at it and at first I thought this is a little bit too cool. But Alex is right. It's really nice and neutral. And it went on my skin really. It, it actually turned a little bit warm. Because it's like a perfect neutral. Just like blended in. Yeah, it's really lovely. So thanks, guys. <gasps> yeah, thanks. thanks. for making a bitch feel like, you know, somebody special. Love it. Also, I love Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Like, I guess I don't think about her as much now. Or when I think about her now, I still think about her from my childhood. When I think about Gwen Stefani now, I think about her from the year 2006, living in the Lower East Side, going to the clubs wearing the dresses and the heels when she went out on her own. Yeah, that was playing everywhere. Because there ain't no holla back, y'all. Yeah, that was, that's my Gwen. I think it's holla back, girl. Okay, whatever, dude. The only three words that I actually remember of this song, and I got it wrong. I think the song is called holla back, girl, but Elizabeth's like, well, my version is holla back, y'all. Holla back, y'all. So funny. Um, I'm an asshole too for like. You guys I, had it no, wrong. somebody's got to call her out. Somebody's got to call her out because otherwise I'll just walk around <laughs> saying the wrong lyrics for 15 years. <laughs> but I was mesmerized by her when I was a kid. My brother had what was that album? The Tragic Kingdom. Oh yeah, that was a great cover. He had gotten that cassette tape mm-hmm. that we shared, so I had that cassette <laughs> and I used to play it in my Walkman. Mm-hmm. I don't know what year it came out. Is it possible? I was eight. It was possible. I think if, I maybe, was if I had to guess, it would be like 1996. We were still living in Queens, so I was young. But I just love that she has stayed a part of people's lives till now. 1995. That makes sense. I was seven. Okay. The video for Don't Speak. Did anyone else just watch that and be fucking mesmerized as a kid? She's wearing, what was it, like a blue and white, like a navy and white polka dot dress, right? She had the red lips, the really blonde hair like she's always had. And actually, even as a kid, I thought that the drummer was really cute. So, you know, just me at seven years old being, that guy's cute. (laughs) Weird. A grown-ass man. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, tiniest eyebrows ever. Now she's selling. But she still looked great. Mm. She did. She was so cute. She looked very cool. She was really like fucking California cool. I mean, she also has a bindi. She's just a. She's fucking very cool. Yeah, she looks very cool. I looked stupid. Me trying to copy her. Yes, I looked like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so thanks for the brow pencils. Thanks for the great memories. Also, she's what? aged very nicely, which may yes. segue into our episode today. Yeah, let's talk about it. Aging. Aging. (laughs) Aging. How do I feel about it? Well, this is the first year I've noticed, like, lines by my eyes. And I've noticed my forehead fucking moving. And I think I only noticed my forehead moving because nobody else's does. But no one's... But my forehead's always moved. I know, but we're the last two (laughs) movable foreheads, I think. Maybe in Williamsburg. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of are. A lot of people get Botox. I know, and it's fine, but I just it's just interesting because I don't know how I... F- I don't know... Not that I don't know how I feel about Botox. I think that anybody can do whatever they want to do. I don't know how I feel about it for myself. I don't know where Same. I want to go down this aging road. I want to be like a fine wine. It's going right so far. Yeah, I'm fine with it. You know, 
I have lines by my eyes. I love the sun. So it's like I'm constantly fighting. I like live all summer in the sun and then all of winter I'm fighting all the fucking sun damage. Yeah. Honestly. It's an interesting way to live. No, I'm doing the same thing. But all winter just getting rid of all of the pigment and <laughs> just all of the shit. But at least we have the tools, I think. Do you know what I mean? I think. You and I. It makes a difference. It's true. Anyway, let's jump into this. I know what we should talk about first. I think we should talk about the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic aging. So I think the most important thing to understand when it comes to aging is that there isn't just one type of aging. Mm-hmm. I, I've had clients who are just like, oh, I'm, um, I'm never in the sun or I always wear SPF. So like, I'm not going to age or like, I'll never age, you know, jokingly. Yeah. But I'm like, well, that's just part of it. It's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not all of it. Yeah. So that part of aging is called extrinsic aging. And it is responsible for, I think, like 85% of visible signs of aging. It's considered preventable because you can just not get as much sun exposure. You know, a quote unquote unhealthy lifestyle. What would you call it? Like a, a hedonistic lifestyle? I don't know. What would like a grandma say? Like a couch potato? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, it's a what funny word. Say? It's a funny word. Our grandmas are very different, I think, too. Yeah. My grandma's like 97 and young forever, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, gravity, obviously. That's literally what's pulling our skin down. How fucked is that? Yeah. Um, environmental that? pollutants. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all of these things, it just breaks down our collagen and elastin over time and is going to increase the aging process or speed up the aging process. So by either decreasing, obviously gravity, you can't decrease mm-hmm. <laughs> how much your skin's exposed to gravity, but you can decrease how much it's exposed to sun exposure or using products or getting professional treatments that will prevent the breakdown of things like collagen and elastin mm-hmm. or products that will help build them back up rather. Exactly. Well, and then there's the other parts that we always talk about where, especially when we talk about brows and why we're always telling women to hold on to their brows because... The intrinsic factors that are responsible for the rest of aging are the things that are part of your DNA. It's also things that are going to be happening just due to getting older, to the deterioration of your body. So things Mm -hmm. like the loss of adipose, which is fat cells, and the loss of um, bone density, especially for women. Like Mm -hmm. all of that just starts to break down. So that has a lot to do with your parents. Yes, what do they look like? What do your grandparents look like? Things that like are kind of out of your control, but then we're also in the future. Also, your skin, just naturally as you're getting older, your skin cells aren't turning over as quickly as they once were. Mm-hmm. So all of that build up. Yeah. Which is why we're always talking about exfoliating, how mm-hmm. much we love exfoliation. Also about how all of these products that we're using are different types of exfoliation or different types of ways to manipulate your skin cells into regenerating faster or breaking down the skin cells that are sitting on top of your skin. Hmm. Hmm. So interesting. So kind of looking at the way that aging presents itself, there's sagging, which sagging is caused by both intrinsic and extrinsic factors. So it's like kind of fucked, but your skin's going <laughs> to sag no matter what. Um, like Elizabeth said, losing fat in your skin, shrinking of bones, all of that is just going to make our skin look saggy naturally over time. That's just going to happen. Also, you're losing collagen. Yeah. You're just um, skin on bones. Yep. Losing elasticity. 
that's just going to happen. The fibers <laughs> of your skin are losing elasticity. Yes. But that's so very... Okay, elasticity in the skin really fucking varies from person to person. Yeah. I can touch a client's face for a facial uh-huh. who is 45 years old and I'll feel their skin and I'm like, wow, you have the elasticity of someone... 20 years younger than you. And here's also, I got something else to say about the elasticity. This is why we're talking about why you got a lotion. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. after we did the You're Ashley 2 episode, so many people wrote and they're like, I'm white. I didn't grow up with lotion. I hate the way it feels on my body. And like, that's fine. (laughs) So weird because I love how it feels. But just like (laughs) the overwhelming amount of people who wrote in just to say, I hear you, but I hate the way that it feels on my body was kind of shocking. I didn't know that this was like a thing. So tell me more about it, guys. That's number one. But number two is you got to do it because you need to keep your skin lubricated so you keep that elasticity. It's like look at a dry rubber band or like a dry piece of leather. There's no bend in it. There's no elasticity. To bring leather back, what do you do? You put oil on it. Yes. I always tell someone, especially if they're like very budget conscious, or or maybe lazy with their skincare routine. If there's just one thing other than SPF that you do to keep your skin feeling supple, looking maybe a little younger than it is, is to hydrate it. Yes. Hydrate the shit out of it. Hydrate the shit out of your skin. It's like, actually, shout out to Leslie. <laughs> she sent me a message and she's like, I'm listening to your episode while I'm marinating in oil, your words, not mine, and sitting in a robe. Because she was one of the people that was like, bitch, I feel so seen, but I hate it. I hate the way oh, that about it feels. not moisturizing. About not moisturizing. She's like, I fucking hate it. But you're right. My skin is dry as shit. It feels awful. And so she started marinating with some oils. I got to ask her and see how it's feeling. I put on my PCA body therapy this morning and I was in a rush. So I immediately put my clothes on. It was definitely weird. You'd think that it would make it easier for me to get my tight jeans on. It was harder. You can just imagine like I'm pulling my jeans up and it kind of stopped right in the middle of my ass so like half of my ass is hanging over the jeans yeah 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 i caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror that's when you gotta bounce oh i was bouncing you gotta bounce yeah okay so here's my question and i know we talked about it before but like i heard this comedian (laughs) i don't know how serious she was except now we got all these letters so she might have been telling the truth i think i forgot what her name is i gotta find it and so we can put it in the show notes but she was saying that her husband who i think she calls her white boo She went home one day and she like went to give him a kiss and he goes, ah, stop. I just put lotion on my face. And (laughs) she goes, you've got to rub it in. You can't just like put it on your face and that's the end of it. Like he just like put it on his face. And like did it begrudgingly. He's like, I guess I just have to put this on and let it sit here and feel uncomfortable forever. But I feel like that's what y'all are doing. I don't think you guys are rubbing it in. I don't think anybody's rubbing in their lotion. It's very possible. Because if it feels weird on your skin, you shouldn't feel it on your skin. It makes your skin feel nice and soft and supple. I know. I know. Maybe switch to oils. If you think it feels weird on your skin, you got to do two things. You've got to fully exfoliate your body, first of all, and then get some oil and put it on. And if it still feels weird, that might be a you problem. You just need something like very, very, very light. Do you know what I mean? I know. Like start with like a safflower oil or I don't know, just something light because I got to know. I got to know. Is it a you problem? It could be sensory issues. It could be a sensory thing. That's fine. I'm not trying to judge you. But I just want everybody to have nice skin. (laughs) And you got to moisturize it. You got to moisturize it. Honestly, it's the easiest way to keep that that elasticity Elasticity. feeling good. (laughs) Yes. Don't be a dried rubber band. Uh, Please. (laughs) 
So another way that aging skin presents itself is fine lines. So naturally over time, your collagen production slows. Your skin hydration naturally is going to decrease mm-hmm. as you get older. That's also, And when I say get older, I mean like by the time you hit your 30s. So yep. sooner the better that you start doing these things. But I always tell people too who have fine lines... I'm like, yes, those are things we're just going to have. But when you hydrate your skin, guarantee you if you're using the proper product just to hydrate, not using anything, quote unquote, anti-aging like Mm -hmm. serums or what have you, Mm -hmm. you will notice a difference in the fine lines. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like almost a guarantee. Because it's all, it's just dry. It's like a dry desert. Mm -hmm. It's like a dry desert. And just by living, we were just talking about this with a friend, just by living, you're naturally becoming more and more dehydrated. Like everything out there is trying to get you, girl. Like all of the pollutants. You like coffee? Dehydrating you. You like booze? Dehydrating you. Exactly. Little salty foods. All the good things in life dehydrate you. That's just it. (laughs) Babies. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say it in a bad way. I know people love babies. But yeah, if you breastfeed, like that's dehydrating you. And it's like, yes, you need more water for your skin. No, it's all very true. Yes. And so hydration. Oftentimes girls, sorry, I know I'm going on tangents, but oftentimes girls will be like, okay, I want a whole new skincare routine. And they'll go from using like Neutrogena everything and we'll get them on like PCA. Do you know what I mean? And we'll start with like a cleanser, um, maybe a cleanser, a retinol, hyaluronic acid, and a moisturizer. And they're like, okay, but like, what about the anti-aging stuff? I'm like, girl, you're going from Neutrogena to like the best in the biz. All of that is going to be anti-aging enough. Like you don't have to specifically be like targeting anti-aging when you're using like really great, super active ingredients because that's what their job is. That's their anti-aging. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes your skin can thin, which has a lot to do with the dropping of estrogen levels Mm. when you are near menopause. Mm. It's a lot of fun getting older. (laughs) And again, like we were saying with dryness and dehydration, uh, you know, things like hyaluronic acid along with the collagen are decreasing. Hyaluronic acid is a humectant. It's a natural humectant that's found in your body Mm -hmm. that decreases over time. Also responsible for lubricating your joints. So that's why we also have other body problems. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Not not just because of hyaluronic. There are lots of things that are depleting in our bodies as we age. But that's also why, like, when we were talking with Dr. McGregor, and she was saying that using hyaluronic acid as filler with lasers and just having it go through your skin and through the fat and through the muscles does incredible things for the health of the skin. Because hyaluronic acid goes through so much of your body besides just... Mm just your face yes also if you are a big sun worshiper your skin is likely going to be more dehydrated from Mm -hmm. all the sun exposure so it sucks that the sun fucks with us so much but it really does it really does so it sucks that the sun fucks with us so much (laughs) it's true because i love it i'm an iguana i'm an iguana other people are like i'm a flower plant i'm like i'm a fucking iguana Uh, what else? Tell us more signs of aging skin. Oh, a lot of times you'll see uh, coarsening of the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a buildup of dead skin cells, which is why we need to increase our skin cell turnover, mm-hmm. aka exfoliation. Yep. Um, but it's important to know, like, yes, you can see that. You can literally see the thickening of the skin as you get older sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Like, people will be like, oh, I just have this dry patch. And it's like, yes, that's literally, like, platelets, platelets that are, like, building up on top of your skin. And sometimes, like, it happens during the wind from extrinsic factors, which we're talking about. But sometimes it happens over time, like, intrinsic factors. From sun exposure, usually. Yeah, exactly. 
Also hyperpigmentation, but hyperpigmentation can be caused by so many things. Yeah. I guess you could say it falls into the aging category because a lot of times you'll see it later on from something that was caused earlier on in life, but Mm -hmm. it could also be hormonal. So I don't know how I feel saying that that's a way that aging presents itself. I guess it could be. It could be. Well, because you see it a lot in men. Like, quote unquote, sunspots. Like, that's hyperpigmentation. Yes. yes. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So, liver spots. Why do they call them liver spots on the hands? Liver spots. I don't know. It's hyperpigmentation. And it's from the sun. <laughs> so, weird. is there something we need to look into that? Is there something medical? I don't know. That's a great question. We're going to look into it. <laughs> We're not doctors here. I wonder if you could just like take a nice, uh, like, TCA chemical peel lift that right up for sure and vitamin a vitamin a would help that liver spots it's like we can call it a nicer name like retin a hyperpigmentation all these words none of them sound pretty you know hyperpigmentation sounds better than a liver spot (laughs) (laughs) jesus with all of that said the easiest way like we said to control the factors of aging, definitely SPF. We have a whole episode on SPF, Yes. by the way, if you look back in our catalog. Mm-hmm. But other than that, what would you say? I would say exfoliation. I would say exfoliation 100%. Increasing cellular turnover, like we always talk about with lactic acid, with vitamin A's, with vitamin C's, with um, different enzymes, with papaya, with bromelain. I think the best thing about something like vitamin A especially is it increases your skin cell turnover. So it's exfoliating you, but it's also keeping your skin plump. Mm -hmm. It's increasing the collagen and elastin. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Vitamins are awesome. Vitamin C is similar. Yeah, exactly. Peptides, similar. Really, these are all just different things that are the building blocks of life. Like peptides are different protein matrices, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's just working together to build back what naturally you're losing from just living life, from just like having a goddamn good time. Yes. And that's the other thing, that because whenever we're talking about aging, I always have to remind myself like, yeah, girl, your forehead moves because you make very expressive faces because like you want to be funny because you want people to like hear you. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got smile lines because you laugh a lot for 36 years, bitch, you've been laughing. And that's like the sign of a good life. So I don't know. At the end of the day, just like living a good life, sometimes it's hard to have good skin. And so I don't think that's a bad thing. Right? It's true. (laughs) Okay. Well, speaking of peptides, because you mentioned peptides, Mm -hmm. we had a chat with an awesome lady. Her name's Jan Marini. She is very well known in the professional skincare world. She's founded... The professionally dispensed market with MD formulations and MD Forte, followed by the founding of Jan Marini Skin Research back in the 90s. Since that time, Jan has formed associations with some of the world's leading physicians and research scientists to develop cutting edge solutions to today's most common skin concerns. She knows a lot. Yes, a shit ton. <laughs> when it comes to aging. Yes. Jan Marini goes deep. She yes. went deep into the aging matrix Skin with deep. us. Skin deep. She just had very great things to say about peptides. I feel like she explained it way better than I ever could. Totally. I think that everything, a lot of things that she said about aging, she really just knew what she was talking about and really knew the science yes. behind it. And like she helped to bring so many of these different medical things to light you know like she was in the forefront of research with peptides and with um glycolic acid Mm -hmm. yeah just with everything and just has been out there you know educating clients yes and we always say that that's really where skincare begins and ends is education absolutely she had great things to say about peptides and about retinol Mm -hmm. so i'd love for her to kind of take over that little bit yeah 
And we'll see you guys on the other side of Jamrini. <laughs> see you in a little bit. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I have been a product researcher now for well over 40 years actually closer to 50 years. And back in the early days, my expertise is really in the area of ingredients. You know, when you pick up a skincare product and you look at the ingredient listing and it's complicated and it's mysterious and how do you really know if it's going to help your acne or make it better or worse, or your discoloration. And so I did a lot of lecturing to physicians and medical professionals and skincare professionals. And I did a lot of radio and television because it lends itself really well to talk shows. You know, people love to hear about ingredients and what works and what doesn't work. But as time went on, I began to develop associations with physicians and researchers literally all over the world. And I started to focus on uncovering and identifying breakthrough technologies. And I always qualify the word breakthrough because nobody ever brings a product to market. They always call it, you know, they always say it's a breakthrough. And so when I say the term breakthrough, I'm talking about things that weren't in the marketplace. Now, as an example... In the early to mid-80s, I was one of the original glycolic acid pioneers. And you couldn't walk into a drugstore or department store and buy a glycolic acid product because it didn't exist commercially. But around 1989 going into 1990, I financed and brought to market two product lines, going back a lot of years, which you may remember, MD Formulations and MD Forte. And it was unique for several reasons because it was the first real glycolic acid line in the marketplace. And secondly, I made a decision that it was going to be marketed through physician offices. And that was unheard of. And this is my fourth business, and I've got to tell you, that was the most challenging time I'd ever had in a career because doctors were just absolutely incensed that anyone would ask them to, quote, sell cosmetics out of their office. And, of course, the rest is history. That company, uh, another first, was the first skincare company purchased by a major pharmaceutical firm, Allergan. And then in 1994, I founded Jamarini Skin Research on July 1. And here we are. I love it. Also, I love that you kind of pioneered dermatologists selling skincare, not just prescribing um, prescription medications, because it's it's huge. And I mean, this is still a thing. And I'm not knocking dermatologists, but I see clients so often who are on prescription meds and they're not for everybody. And I think that it's nice for dermatologists to have the option of other things in their office to recommend to patients. Absolutely. And of course, now, you know, it goes without saying, it's also a revenue opportunity for physicians. But I've always said, why should 
a physician recommends somebody to go to the drugstore or the department store, because don't patients ask doctors all the time, what should I use for this? You know, what is good to clean my skin with when I'm using this particular medication? So really, it makes sense that physicians should be able to have those kinds of options available to work with their patients. Also, to your point, to have products that you can use in conjunction with maybe the things they're prescribing. Absolutely. Like you said, what to cleanse with, because I feel like, yeah, you can tell your patient, go to the store and buy blah, blah, blah. But between them being at your office and making it to the store, who knows what weird stuff they're going to Google on the internet. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I feel like, I don't know, it's the same like when we do facials, it's nice to be able to recommend very specific products to clients instead of just expecting them to find figure it out in the world. Well, of course. I don't know. I love that. You really, you are a pioneer. Well, you know, there really are topical agents today that can actually, in many cases, go beyond what we see in terms of prescription drugs and, and things that can really yes. make a huge, huge difference in common skin concerns, whether it's acne or whether it's rosacea or discoloration or, you know, all the other kinds of things that we're concerned about. Totally. Well, what I know we really wanted to talk to about, and we've done episodes on skincare and aging, but we really wanted to talk to you about aging because you've been in the industry a long time and skincare is always changing. Also, the science and research behind skin, new things are always being learned. So I'm sure that you've just seen like everything. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm excited to talk about aging because people don't fully understand. It's like, okay, you get old, your skin starts to look old, but everyone looks different. It's like you get a little older and you start to see everyone's skin looks different. Everyone's aging looks different. And a lot of that Mm -hmm. is in your DNA, but there's a lot of it that you can control. And with so many skincare lines out there, I feel like it's confusing for people. They don't know. They're like, okay, I know I should use a retinol, but now there's a thousand retinols out there. It, there's mm-hmm. just a lot. So I'm excited for you to kind of dig deep and explain some stuff to us. But I think the most important thing to start with would be talking about the process of visible aging and how it starts and kind of what it looks like and why. So the first thing I always say when I talk about aging, because, you know, if if I use the term skin rejuvenation, what is it that comes to mind in most people's head? That it's fine lines, it's wrinkles, it's things associated with aging. But really, this is everybody, because when we talk about skin rejuvenation, from my perspective, it's taking the skin to a point where it looks really radiant and perfected. In other words, you don't see acne, you don't see rosacea, you don't see discoloration. The skin looks really refined. It looks just very radiant. It looks smooth and reflective. And we can make a huge difference in the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. So it takes into consideration, you know, not just that so-called aging group, but it's really everyone. Now, it's a really complex subject. So I'm going to greatly oversimplify it, but I think that's good in a way because mm-hmm. sometimes we just get lost in the weeds. Now, when we talk about visible aging, there's two areas that really we look at. Now, one is the stratum corneum. So you touch the outside of your skin, you're touching a dead layer. And that dead layer is made up of all of these cells that are sitting like shingles on a roof or fish scales. They should be laying in a very organized fashion. And on top of each other, so they're very reflective and even. 
And in between those cells, you have substances that are very hygroscopic or very moisturizing, mucopolysaccharides and ceramides, phospholipids and hyaluronic acid. They give the skin volume. They give the skin barrier function. And they make it look nice and plump and, and juicy and just younger looking. Now, as you age, the stratum corneum actually thickens and it becomes very disorganized. So cells start to pile up. And you also have fewer of those hygroscopic substances. So your skin doesn't respond the way it did in the past when it's really hot or really cold or when it's really dry. So your skin has issues with moisturization and barrier function. And it doesn't look as nice and refined because there's an actual medical term for those cells piling up. They harden and they cornify it. It's called increased corneocyte cohesion. So it can actually make your skin feel tight and dry. It can make it look dull. It can make it look coarser. Your pores look larger. Now, that's the stratum corneum, so it thickens. On the other hand, your dermis is 80% collagen. And as you age, particularly starting in your 20s, you start losing collagen 1% to 2% a year, depending on your sun exposure, your past sun exposure, your diet, your lifestyle, inflammation, stress. It can actually thin a lot quicker than that. By the time you're in your 60s, 70s, 50s, you can have lost as much as 60 to 70% of your dermis. That looks really bad. So what you want to do is, number one, you want a very thin, compact stratum corneum. You want a nice, thick, robust dermis. You know, if somebody says to me, well, Jan, if I use glycolic and I use retinol and all these different things, aren't I going to thin my skin? And I have a sarcastic answer. I say, I hope so. <laughs> look at a baby's skin. Look at a teenager's skin. How thin, compact, radiant, smooth, how refined it looks. That's what you want. So thin, compact stratum corneum and nice, thick, robust dermis. Mm. This is a great way to explain that. Even I, I mean, I know this already as an esthetician of many years, but I think for someone who doesn't know, that's a great way. And I can also say, because I've worked on all different kinds of skin, that there is definitely just a difference in the even without looking at it, feeling skin that is mm -hmm. older. Mm -hmm. It definitely it feels thicker, for sure. Well, the, the stratum corneum does, but also, you know, we could, we could make it really complex because I can get into anti-aging genes and serotonins and I can get into inflammation and I can get into all kinds of different areas that contribute to this process. But when you lose volume, that's another issue. That's 50%, as much as 50% of what we perceive as aging. You probably heard somebody say, well, I looked in the mirror and it's like somebody let the air out of my face. And so there's something called the youthful triangle. This part of the face, the, the cheekbone area, that should be the highest, widest part of the face. And then it should narrow down into a well-defined jawline. Think of it like a triangle. Now, as we age, the cheek pad starts to move down because they're losing volume. Now you see a little smile line, and pretty soon you see a nasal labia fold, and pretty soon the lower part of the face is wider than the upper part of the face. So the cheek area has flattened. And so when you're feeling that face, you're also feeling that loss of volume. Mm. And so that's another whole issue. But there really are solutions for this. I feel like as far as solutions go, I do feel like it's a combination of internal and external factors. What would you say? Would you say it would be a combination? Well, yes and no. Some of the things, definitely internal, but again, it gets very complex because let me just say this. 
Aging is defined as an inflammatory disease. It's also defined as a loss of capacity in every organ in the body and a loss of immune function in every organ in the body, including the skin. But when we talk about visible aging, there are solutions. And to give you an example, the skincare management system, which is our basic core product, that product is designed to resurface the skin, among other things. It works for virtually every common skin concern, but it, it completely transforms the skin. So one of the things you want to do is you want to resurface. That has to do with the stratum corneum. At the same time, you're encouraging these substances, the glycosaminoglycans and the mucopolysaccharides and the ceramides and all of that. And you're also addressing a lot of the common superficial concerns in terms of what we see superficially, acne, appearance of rosacea, and discoloration, and all those things. So that perfects the skin. Okay, that's really important. And when I'm talking to a world-famous physician or a huge celebrity, that's always the starting point. I don't care how educated or how sophisticated they are. Now, the second thing to that, and this is really important, because you mentioned retinoids earlier. When we talk about aging and what we see in terms of the outer aspects of aging, you've heard this before. Everyone's heard, well, most of what you see in your lifetime, 90 to 95%, was programmed into your skin before the age of 10, at least 50% before the age of 20. So we kind of intellectualize that, but we don't really understand it. So let's unpack that for a second. Now, your genes are made up of DNA. And some of your genes are expressive genes. They express out instructions. They express out information. It's like a blueprint. That's the only thing your body looks at if it's going to repair. If you have a hangnail, you have a cold, you have a broken bone, you have a sunburn, you're going to end up with them your entire life unless your body looks at those instructions and achieves some type of normalcy. Now, when you're born, your epigeome and those instructions are pristine. It's like a CD that doesn't have a scratch on it. Perfect clarity. Every note, every bit of information is absolutely pristine. And of course, babies, they're constantly growing and developing and muscle mass and brain cells and all of that. They're getting taller. And that, they're in a what is known as an anabolic state. And so even though with just living and and exposure and all the things that we go on, even though those instructions are starting to be compromised, they still repair beautifully. Now, you hit the age of 20, and you're not going to start getting taller. Everything pretty much, you're done at that point. You're, you're fully formed. <laughs> it's done. You better hope it's good. <laughs> exactly. You, you're cooked. You're cooked. So you're in what is known as a catabolic state. You're going to start to slowly decline. You're not going to notice it right away, but you start to slowly decline. So at that point, it's because those instructions have become so compromised, you don't repair the same way. And that's why it takes 10 or 20, 30 years for these things to show up. If you're 10 years old and you go out and you get a really bad sunburn, you don't look in the mirror two weeks later and go, oh my gosh, I have lines and wrinkles all over my face. No, it's been programmed, but it's going to take that much time for your body to be able to not repair it to the same way. And so this is a major aspect because this is internally and it's externally. Now, I'm going to tell you something that's not just me saying this. This is an actual fact. And this has to do with retinoids. And this is our Retinol Plus, our Retinol Plus MD. And it's not just any retinoid. You don't just walk into a drugstore or a department yeah, store. Yeah, they're truly not created all equal, retinoids. Right. So this is a medical fact. Retinoids actually correct the instructions coming from your DNA. I could take two twin girls, I can put each of them on a skincare program and have one on a retinoid, one is not, and in 10 or 15 years, one will look 
10, 15, 20 years younger than the other. They have identical DNA. This is a fact. There's nothing. You know, you see all these things about, well, there's this herbal topical product that, that works like a retinoid. It may have some superficial effects. It's not going to correct instructions coming from your DNA. There's nothing like retinoids. Mm-hmm. And they thicken, they actually thicken the dermis. The right retinoid will thicken your dermis up to twice as much. Now imagine that. Twice as much collagen. That's a medical fact. I always say it that it normalizes and regulates the skin cells because it does. <laughs> well, it thickens the dermis, but it also compacts, it thins and compacts the stratum corneum, which is what you want. Right. And the right retinoid will even grow new blood vessels near the surface. Now, these are not mm-hmm. telangiectasia the, associated with rosacea. These are little micro blood vessels that actually give the skin that vibrant, healthy, radiant look. Makes it look just a lot younger and a lot healthier. And of course, it's a gold standard for acne. It's a gold standard for discoloration. Now, there are things you need to do with a retinoid to achieve to be able to manage those kinds of issues because there's no cure for acne. Even Accutane's not a cure. There's no cure for discoloration. There's no cure for rosacea. But we can manage them to the point where you don't look like you're suffering from those issues. So those two together, skincare management and retinoid, are really transformative. And so in terms of a solution, an initial solution, there's other things that you can do as well. But from a kind of a simplistic standpoint, those two are absolutely phenomenal. Do you know why a lot of times, at least for women, I can say, as we age that our pores get a little bit bigger? Because I notice it. And it's not necessarily that I'm seeing more oil production because it's really, I'm seeing less, if anything, on older clients. Well, there's two reasons. And by the way, the amount of oil you see on the outside of your skin is representation of how much it gets out, not how much you produce. Mm. Now, there's two primary reasons for pore size. One, retentive material in the follicles. So if you've got a lot of retentive material, the cells are sticking together and they're building up and building up and it causes the follicle to dilate. So that's number one. And the second reason is your follicle is a long hollow tube that actually extends down into your dermis. The dermis, again, 80% collagen, acts like a girdle around the follicle. It's like Spanx. It gives it a lot of support and makes it really rigid. Well, when you start to lose collagen, the elasticity is giving out. And so your follicle starts to kind of dilate. It sort of gets flabby. Now, if I can get rid of the retentive material, And with a system, we do that within a day or two. People notice a huge difference in their appearance of their follicles. We also can encourage that collagen. It makes a huge difference. For example, if you looked really close at my skin, you won't even see my follicles. Yeah, your skin is very, very smooth. When you showed me, when you just showed me up close (laughs) your cheek, (laughs) I'm like, that is a smooth cheek. Here's the thing. (laughs) Follicles aren't trapdoors. You can't open and close them, but you can make them look like they have literally through refining and the collagen and getting rid of that sort of follicular retention, you can make Mm. them look kind of like they've disappeared. Mm. I wonder where the fable of like opening and closing follicles came from. Well, you know, it's kind of (laughs) like you, you steam your skin. And when you steam your skin, it sort of causes the oil to liquefy a little bit, maybe some of the oil in the opening. And so it looks like you get the, the sense that you're, follicles are opening and then you do something to kind of close it and 
used to be you put like an astringent on the skin and right. an astringent is like witch hazel or some type of alcohol or some type of something that actually causes a slight bit of edema, a little swelling. Mm. So think about that. Your skin just swells slightly and it sort of obscures the follicle opening. Interesting. Okay. I think a big thing that I think of when I think of aging and it's an area that we, a lot of us neglect because I think we're always just really focused on our face and then maybe occasionally areas of our body, but the hands. Oh, yeah. Lots of people know to use hand cream. Something will say it's great for aging skin. And then you look at the ingredients and you're like, mm, there's literally not one thing in here that would actually yep. prevent your skin or slow down the aging process. Right. You know, and, and, you know, sometimes you find hand products that have peptides. Yeah, I like peptides. I feel like they work nicely in conjunction with other ingredients. Peptides can be helpful. Peptides are an emerging technology. We barely, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface. But in general, when you look at anti-aging peptides, often what they do is they fool the skin into thinking it's wounded. Now, if your skin is wounded, what does it do? Produces lots of collagen to heal the skin. It, it puts all kinds of processes in place. And so, in a sense, you can have some rejuvenation effect, depending on the peptide, depending on if it's, if it's formulated properly. So there's things that, like that that are helpful, but they don't go after the discoloration and a lot of the other issues that we see. And again, depends on the peptide and also, you know, a lot of um, chemists. See, when you, when you go to school to become a chemist, you aren't going to school to learn cosmetics because you may end up spending your whole career making fire retardants. You may spend your whole career working with chemicals and manure or food. And so when you, if you decide that you're going to go into the cosmetics part of it, what you're really learning is you're learning more about stability and how things stick together so that you don't open up a jar and it's, it's either moldy or it's all separated. And so if you said to a chemist, was so this going to make collagen? They'd be like, I don't know. Here, look at the, here, look at the material that came from the raw material manufacturer. So oftentimes when you follow a, quote, recipe and you put a peptide in, there's certain agents that may be in that product that will render the peptide inactive. Mm. It gets very complex. But in general... Peptide is an interesting technology and growth factors, and it's, again, really emerging. Yeah. Do you use peptides in any of your products? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we have a number of peptides that are proprietary to us. But for example, when you talk about peptides, we think of it being anti-aging. To give you an example of just two peptides that are very different from that and where we can go with peptides, in our Luminate product, which is for discoloration, one of the technologies in there is, you know, we have a melanocyte-stimulating hormone. But you may produce more of this when you're pregnant or on birth control pills. So it plays a role in how you genetically are going to react to the sun. Some people go outside for five or ten minutes, they pigment. They sit in a hot car, they pigment. And other people, you know, it's not as much of an issue for them. For the first time, we have a peptide, this is revolutionary, that actually down-regulates that melanocyte-stimulating hormone. So it has nothing to do with anti-aging Per se. Now, in our Rosalie product, one of the primary factors in rosacea, rosacea is a disease of reactivity, not sensitivity. You can have very sensitive skin and not have rosacea. 
You can have rosacea and not be sensitive. And so it has to do with how you react to certain stimuli. Common stimuli, alcohol, sitting in a stuffy room, sun exposure, spicy food, caffeine, blah, blah, blah. The real underlying factor has to do with something called a kisilicidin protein. Now, it's an inflammatory protein that actually is a good protein. Because if you cut yourself, you have a wound, it goes into the healing process and helps you to heal better, faster. But if you produce it for no reason at all, like in rosacea, you flush, you blush, you have vasomotor instability, your blood vessels are compromised, on and on. Well, rosaleaf, among other things, has a peptide that down-regulates the kisilicidin protein. So when I work with peptides, I go really outside the box in terms of the peptides. If you go on the internet, you'll see this oligopeptide here and this polypeptide here and this whatever. These are something that's very different. We can use peptides. It's like a toolbox that we can manipulate so many things, but most people don't have those available to them. Yeah, I feel like I got into peptides more recently. I have my moisturizer has some peptides in it. I notice mm-hmm. a big difference in my skin from that. Honestly, the conjunction of that and using a vitamin A product uh-huh. in my skin, I think it looks really good. Maybe not today because I've <laughs> I've been like slacking on my routine, but in general, like a really big difference. It's helped with even scarring on my skin, like old acne scarring uh-huh. using a retinoid. It's helped with my melasma. Retinoids are awesome. Well, so when you stimulate collagen, so here's the thing. A lot of times people look at their face and they say, oh, I have acne scars. And what they're really looking at is discoloration. Mm -hmm. So a scar is an injury to the dermis. Right. So it's compromised. So there's a depression. There's tissue that has been compromised. When you stimulate collagen, which retinoids do more than virtually anything out there, Mm -hmm. um, and glycolic does it as well, tremendous amounts of collagen, you are actually then helping to address that depression unless it's an ice fix car or something like that. So you're right. Makes a huge difference. And also, you know, as far as what people consider to be scarring, like the discoloration, when I mentioned the product duality and how it can also address fine lines and appearance of fine lines and wrinkles and all of that, we also have something in there that gets rid of that discoloration over 300 times faster. So acne is an inflammatory disorder, and when the inflammation makes its way to the surface, what it does is it interferes with little blood vessels along the way, and it causes those blood vessels, becomes compromised, they get leaky. They leak out what makes up the color of blood, bilirubin, baritirubin. So that actually then causes that to be deposited in the skin. And so we can get rid of that. For example, in duality, as I said, 300 times faster. And we can also get it out of the skin a lot faster with skincare management. And when you get that out of the skin and the light reflects out, then people say, oh, gee, my scars have gone away. They weren't really scars, but we can make such a huge difference. Mm, you taught us a lot today. I love this. <laughs> I had one question, though. How did you get into the world of skincare? Well, as I said earlier, um, I started as a product researcher and just really focusing on ingredients. And, you know, it's something that I have always been passionate about. And I get asked this question, but I can't really tell you why is it that even before I was a teenager, for some reason, I just thought about skin all the time. I was fascinated by ingredients, fascinated by various kinds of skin disorders, 
I had three brothers. My three brothers all had acne. And that was something that I can say concerned me because I know that it concerned them. I was very fortunate because as a teenager, I was in the one to two percentile. I never had a breakout ever. I developed severe cystic acne when I was 19, going on 20. Mm, me too, at 19. Yep. Again, something I've always been fascinated by. I'm kind of trying to think about how to explain the fact that it was a passion for a lot of years. And I did a lot of consulting and I talked about doing radio and television and lecturing. But actually, I had a business that was a non-skincare business before my first skincare business. So this is my fourth business. I've had three skincare businesses, but I actually had a business that was not a skincare business. So it wasn't always my career. And a lot of times, I think that people have things that they're passionate about. They don't know how to pursue them. They don't know how to monetize them. Mm -hmm. But it's so important to, I feel so fortunate because I'm able to live my passion every single day. And a lot of people are not that fortunate. But again, I've been a product researcher now for well over 40 years. That's awesome. Well, you taught us a lot. Thank you so, so much for being on our show. Oh, well, it's my pleasure. I hope that, you know, I'll come back again. And I hope we can come back and talk about a whole bunch of other things and different subjects. And it's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you inviting me on. Thank you so much. All right, guys, what'd you think of Jan Marini? Dude, Jan is to the point. Yes. Jan does not fuck around. Jan does not mess around. I've never met anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows her shit. Yes. 100%. Which is why we were like, okay, yeah. we're going to let Jan tell the people. Yes. <laughs> let Jan Marini tell the people about. Because I'm sure if we told the people and Jan heard it, she'd be like, mm, I could do better. Not quite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great listening to her. It was nice to just sit back. Look, I keep telling you, just Alex, just tell me a story. Or whomever is coming on, yeah. just tell me a story. Let me sit back and listen. Um, and Jan mentioned some products from her line mm-hmm. that sound really cool. Yeah. Um, and Elizabeth and I wanted to share our favorite products, mm-hmm. our quote unquote anti-aging. Yeah. I hate that term, but I don't know what else to say. Products that help slow down the aging process. How about that? Products that make a bitch like a fine wine. I like that. Let's yeah. change it. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we do that? How do we do that? Okay, so I think my number one favorite is vitamin A Mm -hmm. from Environ. I know I've talked about it before. Yeah. (laughs) But their vitamin A is great. It's not irritating. You can use it twice a day. Mm -hmm. It won't make you super sensitive to the sun. Mm -hmm. It's just formulated so nicely. And it normalizes and regulates the skin cells. And so your skin just kind of works at its best. Totally. And I will say that it's worked great. I think I think that my skin looks pretty good for mid-30s as a white lady who loves the sun. Yeah. What do you mean as a white lady who loves the sun? <laughs> it's even helped with um, <laughs> some of my acne scarring from yes. back in the day. Also, I want the people to know that when you told me that you had hyperpigmentation, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Nobody would ever look at ever look at you and think that. Mm-hmm. So that just shows the power of vitamin. Yes. But also Candace Noonan, the sales rep for Environ, and she also is like their educator. Mm-hmm. Um, when she showed us pictures in one of the seminars, her before and after pictures, I couldn't believe that's I couldn't believe it. It was incredible, incredible. And so when you said the same thing that you used to have terrible hyperpigmentation, I became a believer in mm-hmm. Environ. 
in the Step Up program. So she had used, if I remember correctly, vitamin A, but also their vitamin C. They have like a whole vitamin C line. I, she went in because yeah. she had a lot of sun damage. But their vitamin A is definitely my favorite, which, mind you, you can't just buy online. You have to buy through a stockist. So mm-hmm. it would be either an esthetician or a medical professional. Mm-hmm. So um, Elizabeth and I sell it. Um, And if you go on their website, you should be able to find someone in your area who sells it. Mm -hmm. But that's my favorite vitamin A product, personally. We should also say that you can also book a a virtual consultation with us. Yes. And that's the way that we'd be able to see if you are a good fit for... to, to use environment also. Yes. Pretty much everyone is. It's just a matter of where to start because they have all different vitamin A products. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cool thing about them is that you work your way up from low levels of vitamin A to stronger levels, but you do it slowly so your skin never gets irritated, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, but that's my favorite. And I really like vitamin C. Mm-hmm. But I think vitamin C is also something that you have to use the proper product to really get the right results. Mm-hmm. So I love Environ's vitamin C. I know that PCA's vitamin C is really nice. I haven't used it, but it, like everything looks really good. The thing to say about vitamin C also, well, two things I want to tag along with your vitamin A. One is that I was with a client the other day and she was saying that she, you know, uses just a vitamin A from her dermatologist, which is fine, which is generally either going to be Retin-A or some sort of um, generic version of Retin-A. Which is fine. But the difference between a Retin-A that is um, prescribed and a Retinol that is, you know, either like top of the line medical or professional grade, like the ones that Alex and I love, is really going to be the delivery. Well, one of the main things is going to be the delivery mechanomes, mechanisms. I was like, mechanomes? <laughs> it sounds right. It sounds good. I've never heard it before. <laughs> The delivery mechanisms. And what I mean by that is that when you use something like Retin-A and you put it on your skin, it all just sits in one spot and it can become concentrated and it can become too much for your skin. Whereas when you use something like, I can speak specifically for PCA, I think it's probably similar for Environ also. That vitamin A is slowly distributed through your skin. So, for example, my client was saying that if she puts on, like, an oil and then she puts on her vitamin A and then she puts on a cream, it doesn't irritate her then. And that's because she's putting something on in between so that it's not just sitting on top of her skin irritating it. So, like, there's now a layer between her skin and the vitamin A. Buffering. Buffering, exactly. Which is fine. It ends up working for her. But that's one of the things that is the difference, is the main difference between getting something that is, yes, $100 a tube or... Or whatever it is versus what your insurance covers, which like if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. We're not shaming anybody here, but we're just telling you what the difference is because oftentimes people don't know and they don't understand like why you would choose one or the other. So if you have more sensitized skin, in my opinion, I just think that these are just superior because there's less irritation like across people's skin types, I suppose. Yes. Vitamin A from Environ, the Vitamin A is wrapped in fat, so you can kind of imagine it as like it has this fat around the cells that are then penetrating your skin, and because of that padding, it's not irritating your skin, mm-hmm. and your skin is kind of recognizing it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I like vitamin C because it increases collagen and elastin, mm-hmm. and it's brightening. Yeah, totally. And the thing with vitamin C that we've said before is vitamin C is a really unstable molecule in that it oxidizes very, very fast. I said cell, vitamin A cells. I meant vitamin A molecules. <laughs> when I heard you say molecule, I'm like, oh, it's that word. <laughs> Guys, it's almost 9 p.m. over here, and that's, like, late for me. I know. We're so tired. We're both so tired. We're like, what are we saying? Um, 
So it's a really unstable molecule. So it oxidizes very, very fast. So if you were to choose, you know, where you would spend your money, like if you were going to spend a lot of money on a really expensive cream versus uh, vitamin C, depending on what your skin needs, it's going to be where you're going to put your money at. But it's not always a good idea to get like the ordinary vitamin C, for example, and then spend all of your money on what I'm going to tell you to do is get a moisturizer. <laughs> but it depends on what your skin needs. You know, if you really, really need, like Alex was saying, something that's going to boost your collagen and your elastin and help with hyperpigmentation and help even normalize your skin, then maybe vitamin C and vitamin A is where you want to put your money. I sound like I'm in a cult. Do it. But the vitamin A from Environ also has a little bit of vitamin C. Yes. It's not enough like if someone's trying to like combat melasma, like intense mm-hmm. melasma, I wouldn't say it's enough vitamin C, but it's enough to kind of do its thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Do its thing thing. Okay. So I have three favorite products. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the first that I want to say, Reservatrol Restorative Complex from PCA. And it's a combination of different antioxidants. It's a nighttime antioxidant. It has fun things like Silymarin <laughs> and snow algae. But essentially what any antioxidant is, is it's going to be a normalizer. It's going to help your cells normalize from free radical damage. And this stuff, I just, you know, we ha- our favorite rep, Kimberly came, and she's just so uh, passionate about these fucking products. And she just sold me on the Silymarin because she was saying how it really helps with... <laughs> Definitely Silymarin. Silymarin. <laughs> That silly Marion. Silly Marion. Silly Marion. Because she was saying, do you remember how she was describing with us to us how um, sugars break down yes. cells and how it like gets in there and it rips it apart and then the silly Marion comes and like protects the cell. So she just sold me on it and I started using it and all I can say is that after I use this product, the next morning my skin just feels. So soft and so smooth and so lovely. So I don't know. I've never been a huge um, anti-aging, quote unquote, person. But this is the product that kind of just made me like on board to. All right. Well, this does feel fucking fantastic. I can't lie. Well, her forehead started moving. Well, my forehead started moving and I saw some fucking lines next to my eyes when we took those pictures with Brienne. I was like, is that me? Girl, all oh right. God, stop. Your skin looks great. <laughs> well, because of the silly Marin, girl. Elizabeth's been trying to tell me for months now to try this fucking serum, and yeah. I used it the other night, and I have to say, yeah, it was very nice. Yeah, it surprises you because you're just like, oh, what's this? What's this weird like orange goo? Is it super expensive? It is. It's at least a hundred dollars a bottle. Okay, but it, you only use it at night. I don't use it every night, mm-hmm. um, and it's really, really nice. Um, so I love that. I'm talking to you guys about also like the bougie products that I can buy. Well, that we can vouch for also. It doesn't mean it's the only good thing. Exactly. It doesn't mean it's the only good thing. It's really more so because I have an excuse to use it because I use it in the treatment room. So I'm like, okay, sure, I can buy this $150 cream because we're going to make money off of it. Wait, also? Yes. Someone I know, a client of mine... Helped to found a really great skincare company that has some great active ingredients at a very nice price point. Yeah. That's coming through soon. I would just rather wait until we have someone from the line come here to talk about it because I think it will just represent it better. Yeah. Tease them. Tease Tease the people a little bit. Tell them. Okay. Well... I just feel like this line is great for so many reasons. <laughs> it's <laughs> sustainable. So you buy refills for the product, not the, an entire new product, which yeah. is awesome. Everything in the line is under $40. Mm-hmm. 
That's the big thing for us because we want to be able to tell you guys about the good, expensive things. And I know that we always say, well, we don't know about the ordinary because they don't pay us. These people don't pay us either, but we basically have been searching for them. We've been looking for just like somebody that we know that we can trust and that we can direct you guys to. I mean, PCA and Environ don't pay us. They don't pay us either. That's true, too. <laughs> no one. Pay- we just really like their stuff and we have access to it as professionals. Exactly. Exactly. The ordinary I've never once used in my life. I just know that people use it. Same. And so I feel like this line is a good balance in between. It's not exactly as inexpensive as the ordinary, but it's not as expensive as the other lines we like. And there are good actives like glycolic acid, mm-hmm. vitamin C. There's a nice hyaluronic. It hasn't come out yet. Okay. But I, okay, what I will say is that I helped a little bit when they were starting the company. Yeah. So I got to see it from the very beginning. And I did get to try the initial formulation of the hyaluronic. I think they're changing some things, but it was very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So when it comes out, we'll talk about it, but it'll just be nice to recommend a good hyaluronic acid serum that isn't $100. Yeah. Because it's hard to find a good one. I don't know. That's a great teaser for the people. So now we're thinking about you. We've been working on it. It's just different in the treatment room. And also, like, your girl had busted skin for years, for years. And I had to figure out, like, how to get it better. And to do that, I had to just go to the best. So, and that's what we're trying to get you guys. You guys out there with busted skin, this is for (laughs) you. We're just kidding. This is for everybody. But, um... Okay, so the other product that I like after Alex just teed you guys up with the super affordable line is this ridiculously expensive (laughs) cream. But the reason that I love it is that this cream came out years ago. Cream. How old am I? 95. This face cream sounds like you're talking about oil of Olay. Right. Exactly. Pond's cold cream. Okay, so this is from PCA. It's called the Hydrolux. And I love it because... As you guys know, I have really, really, really dry skin. I have an impaired barrier. My legs, like, basically look like crocodile skin. It just, unfortunately, (laughs) Alex is laughing at me over there. It just runs in my family. I've got my dad's skin, and I love my dad, so it's fine. We've got the body therapy. I've got PCA. We're working through it. But with that being said, I tried the Hydrolux because it won a bunch of awards. And I asked Kimberly, our favorite person, what she thought. And she said, oh, girl, you haven't tried it yet? Well, bitch, you better buy it. And I listened to anything that Kimberly tells me to buy at the end of the day. And she wasn't wrong. The reason that I love this is because it really has a lot of bounce in it. And it has a lot of hydration. So it really, really helps to increase hydration, to lock in hydration. And if you pair that with the peptide lip therapy, it's really, really nice because all I'm trying to do is hold on to every ounce of water in my skin because it's constantly trying to leave. It's just trying to fly away every day. So that's what I got. I got the Reservatrol. Got it right that time. I've got the Hydrolux. It's delish. Got the Peptide Lip Therapy. It's also very, very nice. So nice. No, it's not the peptide lip therapy. It's the hyaluronic acid. It's the hyaluronic they, acid. They discontinued the other one. You're right. Yes, it's the hyaluronic acid one. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. If we're still going to keep talking about it, the hyaluronic acid um, overnight mask is also really nice. If you just want to be mm-hmm. a glazed donut, if you want to wake up just feeling like so dewy, it's really nice. Mm. Okay, what we got next? Beauty body moment of the week, and then we're going <laughs> to sign sayonara. Yeah. Okay. My beauty baddie moment of the week is not me. It's Kyle. (laughs) But I have these sheet masks that I keep in my fridge Mm -hmm. that are very affordable. I don't know if they do much. My skin feels nice after. It's just a nice treat. If I'm taking a bath, I'll put it on my face, Mm -hmm. like multitasking. (laughs) And so I told him that he should do one because his skin looked fucking dry. 
so he's putting it on and he has facial hair and the awkwardness that ensued <laughs> it was so awkward it was like falling all over the place he didn't know where to put it he like had part of it on his head because he's bald <laughs> so he like pulled it all the way up there so that it wouldn't touch his facial hair it was so funny and then a couple nights later we're watching bob's burgers and okay if you're a bob's burger fan this episode is where linda joins this group of like entrepreneurial women business women mm-hmm. and it's every saturday and she has to break the news to Jean that for six weeks <laughs> you know this episode of course for six weeks on saturday nights she won't be home to do what do they call it spotter day <laughs> um because she has to go to these meetings and so yeah. Jean's all upset because they do spa night and so bob has to do spa night with him. And so it cuts to the scene of them in the tub. Well, first of all, Kyle and I weren't fully paying attention to the episode at first. And then we look and Kyle's like, why is Bob in a swimsuit? And so he gets in the bath with Gene. I'm sure Gene was naked. And because what a funny little kid. It's always a real person. Very funny little kid. And they're doing sheet masks. Yeah. And Bob was so fucking awkward with it. It kept ripping. It was like all over the place looking like a mess. Yeah. I just thought it was really funny. I was like, <laughs> this is just a thing that like husbands don't know how to do fucking sheet masks, even though it's like one skincare product where you don't have to do anything. I think if you didn't know what a sheet mask was, what would you think of it? He sees me do them, but he couldn't even keep it on for long and neither could Bob. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But I thought it was funny. That's very cute. That literally two nights later, that episode. I love that show. That's an old episode that I didn't remember. We've been rewatching old episodes. I know. I had to cut myself off. I was just like, dude, either nothing or something else. Not Bob's Burgers again. It's I know. Too much. I know. It's just so easy. It's really easy. And it's super light. Nothing bad ever happens. Never. And yeah. when it does, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And it's always resolved. Yeah. Beauty baddie moments of the week. I have a nice beauty baddie moment of the week. We had a friend this week come in to get her brows done, and we had already talked about how she just did like a lot to help us out over the last couple of months, and we were just like, oh, when they come in, like let's just give them their brows. And they were just kind of going through it, and when I was just like, well, girl, your brows are on us. Don't worry about it. We love you. We'll see you next time. And she was just so grateful. And afterwards, I said something to Alex, and she's like, oh, my God, we're like the nicest. <laughs> we are. We'll never be rich because we're too nice. I know. And it was just like, I didn't even mean it in any way, but it was just like one of those things that it's like, it's nothing to us and it means so much to them. And we're so happy to do it, but it just made me feel nice. It made me feel great. And it reminded me why we do this stuff because, yeah, yeah, they just needed a pick me up like on us. Totally. You know, and they really appreciated it. And she deserved it. She deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. I'm like a nice person, guys. I guess that's it. Write in any questions you have, especially having to do with aging skin. Yeah. Let us know. We want to know what all of your questions are because we're going through it with you. This is kind of fun. Or if you have any favorite products. (gasps) Tell us about your favorite products. I feel like this is fun to kind of usually with most things, it's like, oh, I used to have acne. So like, I'll tell you how to get rid of it. This is kind of like, we're going to go through it together, guys. Line by line. We're figuring it out based on the science-backed research that we know about. Oh my God, speaking of science-backed research that we know about, we should tease that episode. We're going to have one of our favorite people on ever soon to talk to you guys about microcurrent. (gasps) Yeah. Okay. That's all the teases. I know, that's all the teases. We got lots of teases. All right, guys. Hit us up on the gram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. You guys could email us truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. You could rate, review, subscribe. I'm the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. You could follow me on the gram too. I'm Alex Lindley. You could do that. Follow her. Follow her. I post stuff about cats <laughs> and chickens. I just post outfit selfies, but it mm. makes me happy. So that's what you get. 
Don't expect anything more. You get what you get. You get what you get. And you don't get upset. Do you remember that? <laughs> Tell us that in elementary school. No, nobody told me that ever. Yeah. You get what you get and you don't get upset. That's not great for little kids. I'd be like, excuse me. Be like, but it's not what I want. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. Sharice Taylor said no. <laughs> you get what you get and you don't get upset. Oh, man, I'd be a better person if I just listened to that, I think. Maybe that's why I'm the way I am. Maybe. I got drilled into my brain. <laughs> anyway, guys. We love you, beauty baddies. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been a COC BK production. Produced by us, Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com slash ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.